We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. They call you the grill master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, like the 2019 C-Class Sedan and GLC SUV, the perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, now serving limited-time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Hello everyone, you're listening to the Fantasy Football Beat on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by MyBookie and Draft. My name is Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Each week on the Fantasy Football Beat, I'm joined by an NFL beat reporter to break down one of the biggest matchups of the week. On this week's show, that matchup will be the New York Jets hosting the New England Patriots. Both teams tied with the Buffalo Bills at the top of that division, all standing on three and two at the moment. I'll be joined by Daryl Slater of the New Jersey Advanced Media to discuss the game. Looking forward to doing that as we look into the game and uh, look at the key players and key matchups that we expect to decide this one. We'll be talking about the running back situations for both teams, the surprise start for the Jets to the season, and we're looking at both the defenses to see how they go. And then after I talk with Daryl, I'll be taking a few moments to discuss uh, using some of the road of his apps and diving a little bit deeper into the game from a fantasy football perspective. For those of you who don't know, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. You can find out all the great apps, all the great content, just by visiting the site at rotoviz.com. I mentioned already about the both teams being tied at 3-2 and two at the top of the division. You would think, heading into this one, that both teams are evenly ranked. We know prior to the season that wasn't the case. We still know now that will not be the case, as the New England Patriots are heavily favoured heading into this one. 9.5-point favourites on the road, something you don't 
see much with a, a favourite going on the road with such a big spread. But it's a short journey for the Patriots. We'll see how they cope. They also had the extra rest after that Thursday night win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. So they are a minus 460 favourite on the money line. It is plus 335 for the Jets. So if you fancy the Jets to, to pick off the Patriots this week and... Uh, and make a little bit of money that option is there for you there is a 47 and a half point over under in this so there will be opportunities there from a fantasy football perspective to get some good fantasy production in this one and i'll be talking a lot more about that after i finish up talking with daryl so if you like those odds one way or another words whether it's the patriots whether it's the jets whether it's the over under whether it's a, maybe a different nfl game coming up this week that you feel that you have the edge over what the people out in vegas think you can sign up to my bookie they as i mentioned on previous shows are literally my bookie they are mybookie.ag you can sign up it is a sports book i use and uh, they have fast payouts everything you need from an in-game live betting perspective an awesome new mobile app and the most rewarding player perks in the business if you sign up now using my code roto beat and uh, my bookie will match your first deposit with up to 100 they will also throw in a 25 dollar casino chip to use and the casino chip i mentioned on last week's show a lot of fun some uh, great games there if you like to play a little poker like a bit of cards maybe you just want to have a go on the roulette wheel uh, a 25 dollar chip is included in that bonus if you use the code rotobeat so get your bonus matched up get that little bonus chip as well and have some fun this week uh, as the games go on so uh, use the promo code as i mentioned there already rotobeat and it is mybookie.ag so so let's dive a little bit deeper into it now with Daryl. Delighted to be joined now on the show by Daryl Slater of the New Jersey Advanced Media. We're going to be talking about the Patriots and uh, the New York Jets coming up here now in week six. And it, uh, it's been a bit of a surprise start to the season for the Jets. First of all, I want to welcome you aboard the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, obviously I mentioned there a bit of a surprise start for the Jets uh, you know we thought maybe I talked to you in the the RV32 series in the preseason about the, the Jets and we kind of thought that you did mention that this team could you know have a 5-1 potential I think it was at the time and it's uh, I kind of thought that they were heading for that first overall draft pick but now they're t- uh, joint top of the AFC East uh, the three teams in this division along with the Buffalo Bills at 3-2 and two as we enter week six uh, it's been it's been just a, a big surprise for a lot of people around the league. But uh, how have you thought the the Jets season has started off? Yeah, certainly. A, uh, I would say a, a little surprise. I mean, I picked them to be three and two at the five game mark, and, and they're three and two. I thought they would beat the Bills in the opener, and uh, I thought they would beat um, the Dolphins and the Browns. They beat they did beat the Dolphins and the Browns, but instead of the Bills, they beat the they beat the Jaguars. Obviously, so um, I'm not entirely surprised because the, the schedule here early on is favorable. Um, you know, and they didn't, you know, they were starting a veteran quarterback in Josh McCown. It's not like they were doing what the Browns were doing and just rolling with a rookie quarterback, uh, with Deshaun Kaiser, like they're doing in Cleveland or did in Cleveland, at least till he got benched. But, um, I'm, I'm not entirely surprised. I, I guess some, some of it surprises me to some degree, but I think, you know, with the way that Todd Bowles and uh, Mike McCagney the general manager overhauled this locker room, um, the chemistry is a lot better. So you, you saw a team that's 0-2 and got got beat down pretty badly in, in Oakland. And you wonder, you know, could they hold it together? And they, they certainly did. They won three straight games. Now, obviously, a huge test coming up against the Patriots this week, and the schedule certainly gets tougher. But uh, I'm not, not entirely surprised. Uh, now, again, I, I still think the ceiling's pretty low. 
this isn't. I don't think they're going to keep this up, but it's been a nice start for Todd Bowles and company. Yeah, so as they head into week six, obviously the injury report for this week, uh, I'm going off Thursday's injury report. You may have a little bit more detail to add into this as we record this early Friday, but uh, the players who did not participate this week were uh, defensive lineman Mohamed Wilkerson with a shoulder and a toe injury. Uh, Bilal Powell, the running back, has had a calf issue coming out of that Cleveland Browns game, and then uh, limited participation Coney Ely who came over from the Patriots he has been limited with the shoulder and Matt Forte has been limited with that turf toe so is uh, any of those guys do you know the guys that did not participate do you expect them to sit out this week Bilal Powell and Mo Wilkerson and how do you see then Coney Ely and uh, Matt Forte suiting up this week well the Jets haven't officially released as we're talking now their final injury report for this week but uh, I would be very surprised if Bilal Powell plays in this game. I think there's a better chance that Mohamed Wilkerson will play, but certainly not a lock. As far as Matt Forte and um, Coney Ely, good signs then that they were able to practice to at least some degree yesterday, even though they were limited. Um, so I think both of those guys will play in this game. And the Jets certainly need Forte. He's been out, he's been out for two weeks, and they certainly need him as they uh, as they go up against the Patriots because you know as I just mentioned, they they probably won't have Powell for this game. Yeah, and uh, then for the on the other side with the Patriots, uh, the players who did not participate, just one of them uh, as of Thursday, Eric Rowe, the cornerback, limited participation for Tom Brady with his shoulder is- issue, uh, uh, tight end Rob Gronkowski as a thigh issue, which cost him uh, that Thursday night football game he missed out against the Bucks, but is expected to play this week. And then Burkhead, uh, Marcus Cannon, Stephen Gilmore, Dante Hightower, Landon Robertson, uh, special teamer and wide receiver Matthew Slater all uh, limited for one reason or another but I think uh, at this moment in time it looks like they should all be good to go this week uh, the key matchups for this one when I'm looking into it is uh, obviously an issue that has come out of uh, this season so far after five games for the Jets has been uh, penalties it's one of the the main flaws I've seen with this team and uh, they've been penalized 19 times through the last two contests so uh, what do you think they can do to to try and clean up that issue and you know the Patriots are going to be a tough team to beat uh, regardless of giving up penalties you can't really be you know averaging you know eight or nine penalties a game in the NFL yeah no question I mean that that's something that really bothers uh Todd Bowles, the Jeff's coach, that the fact that his team really puts itself behind the eight ball early on and, and puts itself in a, in a tough position early on um, by doing that. I mean, they, they, they can't afford to do that. I mean, you look at their second drive in Cleveland. Their first two drives in Cleveland netted minus three and minus 13 yards. So how, I mean, you wonder, how do you have a minus 13-yard drive? Well, on that drive, they ran three actual plays and they ran three snaps that you know didn't officially count as snaps because of penalties, two false starts and a holding call. It's just focus. I mean, certain, especially a false start pre-snap penalty like that, that's just focus. I mean, right tackle Brandon Shell and right guard uh, Brian Winters were the guilty parties there. And um, The Jets need to start faster, and uh, eliminating those lack-of-focus penalties are, uh, is a huge part of, of, of starting faster for this team. And we all know the Patriots' offense is going to set a high bar for the Jets to clear. You know, this is not an offense that the Jets' or the Jets defense is going to hold to very few points. So, um, the Jets need to start fast, and in order to do that, on Thursday in practice, uh, right after they're stretching, normally they go into individual drills, which each position kind of goes into their own little drills type stuff. But instead of doing that on Thursday, John Morton, the offensive coordinator, got the offense together, got the whole group of offense, uh, the whole, all the offensive players together, and they ran some plays against no defense, sort of a full-speed walkthrough, and just working on you know getting right out of the gate and starting faster. We'll see if it pays dividends. Um, certainly the penalties have to go away or else um, 
look, this Patriots team's going to bury them if they make the kind of mistakes they did in Cleveland. Yeah, that, I, I agree with you there. And looking as well, uh, an area of uh, an issue for the last few games have been uh, the Pats offensive line. They've struggled to protect Tom Brady. He's getting hit a lot, uh, probably uh, among the most in his career behind that offensive line. The, an issue then for the Jets has been their D-line, just not getting enough pressure on the quarterbacks. Last week, Brady sacked uh, three times, and so he's now been sacked more this season, as I mentioned there, than he was in all 12 games of last season. So the Jets' defense then, though, struggling to get the quarterback seven sacks through those five games, ranks them second to last in the NFL. So if you're looking at the Patriots' offensive line and the, the Jets' defensive line, who do you see coming out and topping this one come Sunday? Well, that's an interesting one because both of those groups have really underachieved, as you mentioned. Um, you know, if the Jets can't get some sacks here, then they're going to be in trouble. I mean, look, five games in, and Muhammad Wilkerson has zero sacks. Leonard Williams also zero sacks. That's just unacceptable for the Jets. They cannot, they cannot win games consistently when that happens. Uh, you know, it's been the formula to beat Tom Brady for years that you have to move him off his spot in the pocket. You have to get to him. You have to hit him. You know, he's, he can move around, but he's not a particularly mobile guy. That's been the formula for years to beat Brady, and it'll be the formula again if the Jets can do it. Um, but like you said, they haven't had much success uh, getting to the quarterback, especially their two big guys, um, their big sack guys, who they, or at least who they're counting on to be those guys, Wilkerson and Williams. So, yeah, I think the Jets will have opportunities to do it. One thing Leonard Williams mentioned was um, Tom Brady holds the ball, is holding the ball quite a bit in the pocket this year you know a lot of that comes from whether his receivers can get open and uh 16 sacks as you mentioned through five games for brady compared to 15 and in the 12 games he played last year because of the suspension so i think the jets will have a chance to get him at least one or two times now whether it'll make a difference in the game we'll see yeah and as well i mentioned earlier on the injury report he's coming into this one with that ac joint sprain so we'll see if uh, that there does affect and when you're looking at the two quarterbacks in this game although josh McCown is a veteran quarterback and can move this offense and uh, has a time showing some some nice play then at times it uh, reverts back to what we kind of expect to see but uh, brady obviously the the quarterback coming out and winning that battle out of the two starters onto the running backs and you touched on it there with uh, we talked about Bilal Powell probably missing this game and obviously Matt Forte is an opportunity to be back in. There is big question marks obviously with the running back position heading into this one. Elijah McGuire uh, has been in there as well, the rookie. So how do you see this as it goes on Sunday? Do you think uh, you know we'll see Elijah McGuire get the start? Uh, obviously he will if Forte can't play, but if Forte plays, do you expect Forte to be uh, in there with the lead role? Yeah, I think uh, Forte would start uh, and it looks like he's back from his turf toe injury that cost him the last two games. So uh, uh, he says he's full speed. That's what he told us. And um, I would expect him to get the start, but, you know, this is an offense that Powell, McGuire, and Forte were healthy. John Morton, their offensive coordinator, uh, you know, was not shy about really mixing up that group so that the carries were pretty equitably split. Um, I think gone are the days when Forte, I mean, I know, gone are the days when Forte is capable of being like a, you know, lead back in terms of carrying the workload fully so the coaches understand that he understands that he understands that in order to stay fresh and stay effective at his age uh he'll have to split the split the carries with some of these young guys and i think that's what you'll see i'm presuming powell doesn't play i think you'll see a situation where you know maybe forte gets a few more carries than powell than uh, mcguire 
But McGuire is going to be involved, no question. Yeah, and uh, the Jets uh, did struggle to run the ball last week against the Browns, but the Patriots are been pretty much gashed on the on the run game, allowing an average of 124 yards per game, which is 24th in the NFL. So the Patriots are expected to continue to rotate their running backs with Mike Gillisley being the run the lead runner on the ground, and then we'll see James White sprinkled in there as well in the passing game. I think we'll probably see in the next couple of weeks a little bit more if Dion Lewis rolled in there, and I mentioned Rex Burkhead as well uh, coming off that rib injury. We'll see if he gets some more passing down work as well if you're looking at the wide receivers it's uh, Jermaine Curse has uh, obviously been, been leading the team since he came over from the Seahawks he has 22 receptions he's tied with Robbie Anderson coming in uh, both leading the team with 220 yards receiving so Curly, Curly has looked the better out of the two but the player that I'm interested in seeing what you think out of those wide receivers is Austin Safarian Jenkins who after coming back from that suspension now has 15 catches and 106 yards and a touchdown so uh, how do you think uh, do you think he's just going to be basically a, a productive tight end and the Jets haven't had that in quite some time yeah no question I mean shoot the last time they had a productive tight end maybe Dustin Keller uh, many moons ago yeah, I mean you know, yeah so um yeah I think he he could be a guy who can be very productive for I mean with this west coast offense that they run uh Safarian Jenkins is a, you know he's, a, he's your typical guy coming out of college now who's very much a pass catching tight end this is his 14, 15, 16, his fourth year in the NFL. Um, and, you know, he's kind of learning at this point that you can't just be a pass-catching tight end to thrive in the NFL. So many of these guys coming out of college are glorified receivers because of all the spread offenses that colleges run. And NFL teams, you know, they don't run those offenses. So uh, these guys have to learn when they get to the NFL level the value of run blocking and pass blocking, but especially run blocking because, you know, when you put your tight end in there, you know, the, you can't, you can't just tip it off to the opponent that is going to be a passing play because the guy can't run block. And if they know he can't run block that, you know, that's a huge tip off and that, that tight end is not going to play. And that's what Safarian Jenkins has really embraced run blocking and mastering the skill of run blocking that has enabled him to play more, get on the field more and uh, boost his, his stats here. And it's a contract year for him. Uh, he, you know, he had a really transformative off season where he, he quit drinking, he quit drinking as of January and really lost a lot of weight, got him, got his life together. And, uh, it's really paying dividends. So he's certainly a complimentary piece for a team that, you, you know, you mentioned the receivers, none of those guys will make you, you know, say, Ooh, and ah, but Curly's been fine and curse has been fine. And Anderson has been fine, but they, when you don't, when you only have fine receivers, you need a tight end to kind of throw in and chip in and Safarian Jenkins is it's kind of been that so far. Yeah, I think it looks like he might, like as the season progresses, become almost the, the lead passing option in this offense. And you mentioned the changes he's made. It looks like he's really starting to get things together in his life. Uh, so it's uh, it's all been uh, very good to see and positive to see from what he's been able to do on the field. Uh, so the on, on the other side of it, the, they're going up against a, a Patriots defense who have really struggled. I mentioned already how they've struggled against the run, but they've been really uh, you know pretty much lit up against the past two we've seen against the Buccaneers in Thursday night football last uh, week that they kind of obviously started to drop back the corners drop back to safety a little bit deeper and just decided we're not going to give up that deep uh, pass and we're going to make you work it down the field but do you, did you see anything if you did manage to catch that game on Thursday night football did you think that they had improved or do you think that the, there is opportunities there for this Jets uh, passing attack to take advantage there? Oh, I think there's no question there's opportunities for the Jets to take advantage of what the Patriots defense has done. I mean, you know, more appropriately hasn't done so far. I mean, this this has been an uncharacteristic performance from Bill, a Bill Belichick defense, and I'm sure he's very, very peeved in New England about what's going on right now with his defense. But they, you know, look, I mean, the Jets offense is no great juggernaut. I mean, this is a team that scored three points in the first half against the Browns last week. So, 
I don't think the Jets can look at the Patriots and say, you know, this is a chance where we're going to light this team up. If They didn't light up the Browns. So um, the Jets have to kind of work on their own house and uh, get their own stuff together. And then, um, you know, maybe just maybe they could, they could have some opportunities against the Patriots defense that is not as strong as usual. Yeah, and uh, Rob Gronkowski expected back in this one. And after the draft, uh, rookie Jamal Adams talked about, you know, the possibility of getting to face off in the division against Gronkowski on Sunday. He should get that opportunity. Do you think that after he's coming off his toughest game as a pro, uh, David Njoku kind of burned him on that touchdown pass last week? Do you think there's uh, any possibility that he can contain Gronk, or is this a real area of concern for the, the Jets going into this one? And I think it's crazy. Gronkowski is just such a freakish player, and he's so unique among tight ends in the NFL that I think it's a concern for any team any week, but um, with a rookie safety, I think even as well as Adams has played, and he was fantastic before the Browns game. It was, a, it was a hiccup for him in Cleveland, obviously didn't play well, but I think even for a guy who's got as much talent as he does and who's played as well early on in his career as he has, the, the, the test covering Gronkowski is a whole different animal. And I think the Jets, you know, rightly should be concerned about it. They, they might have to dedicate a couple defenders to Gronkowski's side of the field. Um, you know, of course, that leaves Brandon Cooks and, and Amendola and those guys available. So uh, the Jets have to kind of pick their poison with this Patriots offense because it is such a prolific offense. And um, uh, I, I think Adams, you know, look, mentally he'll be up to the task. But can, this will be a huge test for Adams of his coverage. Um, that was the question mark about him the NFL. Can he cover? And he has done an all right job of it so far. Um, you know, obviously the Njoku play, Njoku got behind him. You know, he lost track of him. Bad eyes there by Adams on that play. But um, big test here. I don't think anyone's expecting Jamal Adams to hold him, Gronkowski, to two or three catches. But um, if they can limit his game-changing plays, I think the Jets will take that. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Uh, you know, when you're you're looking at it from that perspective. Another question I have is obviously uh, this team is nearly there to what they match in uh, what they had last year. They had five wins last year. They're two wins away from that. The offense has been largely better than expected, and uh, the defense, especially the secondary, has improved a lot over what it did last season. Is Todd Bowles' job already safe for 2018? No, no, definitely not. I mean, they just they could go out and lose every game the rest of the way, and it could turn into a disaster on the field. And, you know, even if it's, even if they're together in the locker room and all that, I think, you know, he could still cost himself his job. If his team doesn't put together some more wins, you know, they're only through five weeks. They got 11 games to go. And uh, I, there are winnable games ahead. I, you know, you look at the chargers later in the season, you look at the uh, dolphins team. It's been a mess. So, I, you know, I think they lose to the Patriots this week. They'll be three and three. They got a very good chance the next week to win in Miami. That would put them at four and three through seven weeks. And certainly within, reasonable striking distance of getting to six wins if you put the charger game in there and then maybe one other one if they can steal another one that at some point in their final nine but uh i think if he gets to six his job should be safe with the roster that that he has uh i just don't see any way as long as the locker room stays together and we all know it did not last year but um i think he should be safe at six but you know we'll see how it how it all unfolds yeah, and then finally, I'm going to get your prediction. Uh, the Jets haven't scored more than 23 points in a game this season, and it's like you kind of touched on it earlier. It's probably going to take more than 23 to take down Tom Brady and the Patriots team. So I don't expect them to be able to hold the, the Patriots below the 30 mark. So uh, with that, uh, I have to go for a New England Patriots win in this one. Uh, 
do you think it's going to roll the way in New England? And just one other question as we wrap up here. Is there any areas maybe uh, that we haven't uh, mentioned that are key to deciding this game? Yeah, I think, uh, number one, I think the Patriots win, say, 35-21. I just don't think the Jets will be able to score enough points to keep up with that really good Patriots offense. I think the Jets will be able to score a little bit more than they had been against the Patriots defense. But, um, you know, I, I don't think uh, they'll be able to keep pace with Brady and company. And the, the spread is nine and a half. And uh, for the Patriots, and I think the Patriots cover that fairly handily and win by 14, 35, 21. Um, in terms of stuff, we hadn't talked about one interesting angle, and this is something you know Bill Belichick's paying attention to up in New England this week because he he is certainly a guy who who is astute in terms of special teams, is the fact that the Jets' special teams have been much better this year. Um, in terms of football outsiders, their DVOA ratings, uh, the Jets last year were 31st in the league, second worst in the league is where they finished last year in special teams rating in terms of the all-encompassing uh, performance of their special teams, and this year they're 10th. So Brant Boyer, their special teams coordinator, has really done a nice job here in his second year on the job uh, fixing the problems in the Jets' special teams. They have a new kicker in Chandler, Chandler Catanzaro, who was a mess last year in, in Arizona and has been excellent. Uh, he's 10 of 12. He's made two of two field goals from 50 yards and out. He had a 57-yarder last week in Cleveland. He's been very, very good. Their punter, Lachlan Edwards, was the worst in the league last year in terms of yards per punt at 40, and he's, he's seven better than that. He's at 47 yards per punt now. He's ninth in the league. Uh, and that's enormous for a team that uh, is offensively um, limited, like the Jets are, to be able to have a punter that can control field position and, and a field goal kicker you can rely on in a big spot to make a deep kick, or at least you have been able to rely on them so far. Uh, that's enormous. So I think that that's something that if this is a close game, that could tip it in, in the Jets' favor. And, and you know Bill Belichick recognizes that as a guy who certainly admires strong special teams play. Yeah, Bill Belichick, a point emphasis always with him as special teams. So that's a, a very good point as we wrap this up. You also mentioned uh, Catanzaro, who has really turned things around as a kicker uh, for the Jets. He struggled with Arizona last year. And then obviously we've seen former Jets kicker Nick Folk struggle down with the Buccaneers. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how that can turn around so quickly. Such a confidence-based uh, position to play. So uh Daryl, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Lots of great information there you provided us with. Uh, thanks once again. Thank you for having me. That was Daryl Slater of the New Jersey Advanced Media. A lot of good information. I talked to him as well uh, prior uh, with the uh, preseason project that we did, the RV32s, uh, covering all the teams in the NFL in the preseason and uh, I, I did do the Jets uh, edition of that so I had talked to him previously and uh, lots of great information again there you can follow him as I mentioned on Twitter at Daryl Slitter. In just a moment I'm going to dive into what we discussed using some of the apps on rotaviz.com but the season is already here we're running through it we're six weeks in it's hard to believe it's six weeks in but it's still a perfect time to sign up to a rotoviz NFL pass which you can get right now for a 30% discount all you have to do is head on over to rotaviz.com forward slash podcast that gives you 30% off as you sign up to the pass that will give you access to all our NFL content and tools and best of all it supports the pod it is for listeners of the podcast only so do jump on board at rotaviz.com forward slash podcast get yourself a nice 30% discount we're giving out lots of little uh freebies on the show today 30% off just for going to rotaviz.com forward slash podcast doesn't get much better than that and uh, those tools and content will help uh, get you along to uh, help you win a championship this season so I use all those tools on a weekly basis and I can't recommend them enough so be sure to check that out hey sports fans football season's here and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie 
MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. So let's get into the projections. And I'm going to kind of run my projections based on this uh, again. Last week I used the GLSP or the Gillespie apps on rotaviz.com and there was a lot of positive feedback to that. Again, I mentioned at the end of last week's show, if there's any apps you want to hear used on the show, be sure and send me a message at Overtime Ireland on Twitter and I'll be trying to implement it in as I can as we go forward throughout the season. I'll get a little bit of feedback on all the different apps that people want to hear, so uh, looking forward to that as well. So when we're going through it here, and I'm going to kind of do this, we know what we're going to get with the Patriots. The Patriots favoured in this game by 9.5 points with the folks out there in Las Vegas, and uh, when we look through it, you know you're, you know what to get with Tom Brady. If you have him in your roster, you're starting him. If you have Gronk, you're starting him. Uh, pretty much if you have Hogan you're going to continue to start him Chris Hogan is now the first New England Patriot not named Rob Gronkowski to catch a touchdown in four straight games since Randy Moss in 2007 so Brady has uh, really his trust and he's looking to him uh, very very regularly whether inside the red zone or outside the red zone Tom Brady has now thrown for 300 yards in four straight games for the first time since 2013 so his longest streak of such is five games that he did back in 2009 so you know you're, you're trusting these guys you just the problem is the running back position for the Patriots. Who can you trust there? And it's very, very tough. James White, somebody I've been plugging into my lineup. If you're playing in a PPR league, that is a safe option. I do go and roll with that again this week. But, you know, Gillisley, and this is the game script you thought at the start of the year. We're looking back to Garrett Blunt last year. You want the Patriots to be a heavy favourite. You want them to be trying to salt away the game at the end. But with Gillisley, he started the season week one, monster week, 22.5 points in fantasy. And since that, he has scored over the last... Tr- four games just 26.1 fantasy points so it's uh, very very hard to trust him and put him in your lineups even in this which you should think should be a favorable matchup I'm not playing Gillisley and I, I well I don't own him in any leagues but I wouldn't be playing him if I did so proceed there with caution if you decide to do so I think you'll get a reasonable return out of Branton Cooks this week 
uh, you know, but he's caught three or fewer passes in three of his five games. So he had that one big game uh, against the Texans. So it's just a little bit tough to go in there and fully uh, trust Brandon Cooks. But you drafted him high up uh, in your drafts, and you probably don't have better options at the wide receiver position this week. So he is somebody as well that you're probably slotting in there in the flex position. And he's somebody who can have those monster weeks, and uh, that is a possibility in this one against the Jets secondary. So so you could get the dud, but uh, it's more than likely this is going to be one of his up weeks for the Patriots and Brandon Cooks. So I want to use the apps to uh, run through the players here on the Jets side of things because I think the, the Patriots was more easily explainable. Josh McCowan starting off with the quarterback. He's somebody who, you know, people not watching the Jets on a weekly basis, not paying close attention, might think that, you know, oh, it's Josh McCowan. He's no good. He sucks. But the, the fact of the matter is that only him and Alex Smith have uh, completed at least two-thirds of their passes. So that's above 66% passing in every game they've played this season, which, you know, a lot of these passes are short passes, but still he's getting completions and he's going to be able to move the ball against this Patriots defense and to do that he's going to have to be able to work it through his passing options before we get to those passing options though we're looking at his projections on the GLSP app you type in Josh McCowan into the the QB model and it's coming up here in front of me that in a six point passing touchdown or four point passing touchdown options I'm going for the six point passing touchdown for this particular option and his low this week is 14.7 I think that's quite uh, reasonable but I think you'll see him start to get close to the high which is 26.1 points and the reason I'm saying that is because even if they do fall behind you can get those garbage time opportunities but I do think even when it's not garbage time they're going to have the opportunity to move the ball as I will do and talk about as I progress now through his pass catching option so I definitely think Josh McCown is a, a streamable option this week with teams on by so uh, definitely don't be afraid in my opinion to plug him into those lineups I've seen enough to concern me with this Patriots defense that I'll be targeting them uh, quite often this season with my uh, streamer uh, options whether it's quarterback or whether it's pass catching options they have really struggled against running backs this season and uh, obviously we talked there about the uncertainty in the backfield and you know Elijah McGuire could end up getting a really big workload in this if Forte can't go but the signs look like Forte will be there so it's gonna be a split backfield it's gonna be tough to trust either of them but again this Patriots defense has really struggled against the run. Their linebacking position is, you know, quite slow. They're they're struggling to make it to the perimeter if the, if the play breaks that way. So we'll see how it breaks down. If you're stuck, if you're needing to put somebody into that flex position, I'm rolling out either option there of uh, Forte or Maguire. If I had to pick one, I'd be going with Maguire just because he's coming in healthier. He's uh, you know looked fresh so far when he's got those opportunities. So. I would just wish it was a Bilal Powell game this week and I own Bilal Powell in so many leagues but he's going to have to be uh, on the sidelines for this one so you can roll out either off the running backs there at the flex position. If you're looking at the wide receiver position you can slot in Jermaine Curse. He's looked pretty solid since coming over from the Seahawks in that trade. He's a leading receiver. I mentioned he has 22 catches, 220 yards and three touchdowns. So he's a good chain mover for Josh McCown. I think this week he's going to be needed uh, to help pick up first downs as well as try and get in the end zone to put those points on the board. And I've touched on it a few times as well when we're talking about points on the board. The New England defense is currently ranked last in passing yards allowed, surrendering 323 yards per game. So they've also given up a league-worst 12 passing touchdowns. So try and get those pass-catching options of the Jets in if you want to do a bit of a, a contrarian play this week in fantasy. Finally, the last Jet I want to talk about is Austin Safarian Jenkins, and he's going to be my star play this week on draft. And I've mentioned it in the last few shows. I've been playing it each and every week. It's a lot of fun playing on draft. I... I know you can play it on the, the app, which is a lot of fun. You can get it in the draft store by just searching app. But I, I do a lot of work at the at my laptop, whether it's uh, podcast work, whether it's setting lineups, whether it's just emails back and forth between all the people at Rotoviz. I'm on the laptop a lot, so I like to do it on playdraft.com. And it's uh, 
nice interface there, nice and easy to use. And for a limited time only, you get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit, but you need to use the code RVRADIO. So uh, play a real money game for free using that promo code RVRADIO while you put in your first deposit. Snake draft format, and it mixes it up then with best ball as you basically just uh, do your draft, set it and forget it. You don't even have to set it. That sets your best lineup after the, the contest ends. And draft starts from as little as $1. So there is uh, pretty much a draft there for everyone. So once again, that code is RV Radio, and that is PlayDraft.com. And I mentioned PlayDraft.com because my star player of the week this week is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Try and get him into as many lineups as you can if you're drafting. You'll remember back that ASJ was a monster prospect coming out of Washington. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers selected him in the second round in 2014. So he's had his off-the-field issues. He's uh, got things going back together. But since he returned in week three he uh, from his suspension... He cemented himself as, uh, you know, basically at the top of the pecking order for the Jets and targets. And in a game where they're going to need to move the ball, they're going to need to give it to their tight end. In three games since he came back, he's been targeted 18 times. He's turned that into 15 receptions, 106 yards and a touchdown. The numbers aren't eye-popping, but, you know, at this point, I think uh, the usage rate is going to be really good. He's getting six targets a game on average, and that's going to work well against this Patriots uh, defense. And I mentioned the linebacking core has struggled against speed and there's no doubt about it that uh, ASJ has some speed to burn if he gets that opportunity I think uh, there's a possibility that uh, he could hit double digit targets for this game and uh, that has happened three times this season and they have surrendered four touchdowns to tight ends uh, this season so I think he is without a doubt a player that I am playing this week with confidence if I can fit him in to those lineups just taking a quick look at the GLSP app and uh, having him up here over the last uh, two games, it gives his projections then in PPR leagues. is uh, low is in here at 4.6, and I really can't see that happening, barring injury, <laughs> unless he just uh, doesn't turn up at all. The median is 9.3, but I think he's getting closer. But like I mentioned with Josh McCown, to that high, which is 16. I mentioned possibly double-digit targets in this one, which I do expect him to get a minimum of six, and then that there can work its way up. I think he's going to be looked at a lot in this game by Josh McCown. So if you're playing a PPR and he catches eight balls, you're already halfway there. If he catches a touchdown, you're basically at that mark and then if you add in those yards you're uh, playing sailing and I wouldn't be surprised to see him hit the high teens this week so my star play on draft this week is Austin Safarian Jenkins uh, be sure and get him in your lineups and uh, if you're playing daily fantasy sports as well feel free to slot him in there I think he's going to be a good value against a kind of porous uh, New England defense and even though they're trying to shore things up I think it's going to still take a number of weeks to get things worked into perspective so uh, that is my play of the week ASJ in week six that's going to do it for the week six edition of the road of his fantasy football beat and uh, thanks again to Daryl Slater for joining me in the show and uh, of course this should be a fascinating game this weekend whoever wins will go to the top of the division for at least one week here uh, as uh, the bit bills on that buy as I mentioned so it's going to be a good contest uh, more than likely the Patriots do come out and top in this one but uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show and hopefully you'll be back next week for the next edition of the Fantasy Football Beat my name's Colin Kelly you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland until then have a good one Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Football Beat, a Rotoviz podcast. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. Contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the podcast by subscribing to Rotoviz at a 30% discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. 
Ready, set, save, California. It's sellathon time this Labor Day at your California Ford dealer. Get ready for the best offers of the summer on the 2019 Ford lineup, like an adventure ready Explorer or the all new built Ford Tough Ranger. Or get behind the wheel of the 2019 Ford F 150 with the power, toughness, and capability to carry any payload. You've waited all summer for these deals, and the wait is over. So, ready, set, save. The Labor Day sellathon is on now, but don't wait. These deals won't last. Hurry into your California Ford dealer before it all ends September. Third. They call you the grill master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, like the 2019 C-Class Sedan and GLC SUV. The perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz Summer Event. Now serving limited time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz. The best or nothing. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.